Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Better late than never. Welcome. It's yeah. fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the Magnum Collar. Mag Milk. This is Ceases. Let's go, baby. Ceases. Let's go, baby. Tyler, your rem check is so fucking sexy. Jesus. Fucking Anton Lander. It's my favorite. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Better late than never. This is so hello, hello, both. Fucking sexy. Welcome to Better Late Than Ever. It is Wednesday, five o'clock in the Capital Region. As I'm starting to record this, ooh, that is a sharp drop off there. Uh, I want to shout out the audio department being the title sponsor of the podcast. As always, they make this possible, and I encourage you to go over there and record something. Maybe it's your anniversary. Maybe you've written a poem for your significant other, and it needs to be recorded. Well, you can't do it in my house, but you can do it at the audio department. Go check out theaudiodepartment.ca. They will get you in for whatever it is that you are looking for. I'm going to start off this week by talking about clinch, miss. Love seeing that the Oilers clinched their playoff spot last Saturday. I was at the game. I went in there, game against the Ducks. I was a little bit nervous. We all know how, we, we know the stories of the Oilers really sucking the hind banana against teams that they should beat. I was a little bit concerned about it, if I'm being honest. First period didn't help much. Yeah, the Oilers made it out of that period with a one-goal lead, but ultimately, eh, I was nervous. So to see things turn out the way they did after that first period, after the Oilers got in a rhythm, man, I got to tell you, it was pretty, pretty fun to watch. I was sitting fancy, had some great seats. I was in the attacking zone twice, threw my hat. We're going to talk about Leon Dreisaitl in a bit, but of course I had to throw my hat. It was right there. I love that hat. I planned poorly. I really did. I planned poorly. As soon as I saw Leon hit two goals, I leaned over to my brother-in-law. I was like, there's no way this hat's coming home with me. He goes, don't throw it. Don't throw it. We're behind the net. You can't throw it on the ice anyway. I was like, you know what? I'm fucking throwing it. And what did I do? I threw, I threw it. I threw it. Thank you. If you're not a hat thrower, I encourage you to change your life choices. It's a good time. It's a great time. So now that means we've got the final stretch of the season to figure out where the Oilers are going to fit. Last night, huge win against L.A., Huge win against LA. We were all super excited about that one. Tonight, the Anaheim Ducks for a rematch of Saturday's game that I was at. This time they're in Anaheim. Anaheim has lost a lot of games in a row. And that always makes me nervous. Eventually that streak will end. They are losers of eight straight and nine of their last 10 overall. The Oilers play the way that they did last night against LA. This is going to be a win. 
But if they think it's going to be easy, this could turn into a loss. And my hope is, and by the time you listen to this, we'll probably know the answer, that the Oilers did not fall into the trap. Got to be ready to go, people. You got to be ready to go. And the next thing I want to talk about, a real quick Frank update. Took him for his follow-up appointment at the vet. She was very happy with Frank's progress on his foot. We are now in what I'm calling scab management. He's got a wound on his foot that's healing because I had to take a chunk out of it, you know? It is called a histiocytoma, if you want to Google that on your own. That's what he has. It's like a benign tumor on the side of his foot. It just takes a while to go, go away. It will go away on its own. It's already starting to, but scab management. That's where I'm at. Frank wants to lick it. It's got to be itchy. I've had scabs on my hands, my extremities, and I know how itchy they can get. I can only imagine if you're a dog. He can't even speak English. I can't even explain to him, like, listen, bro, you just need to leave it alone for a little while longer. It's going to go away. And if you left it alone, you wouldn't have to wear the cone. Cone of shame. Got to do what he's got to do. Well, actually, I got to do what I got to do. I got to make care- make sure I'm taking care of my dude, right? Of course. Of course. Uh, so there's your Frank update. He's in good shape. He's just, you know, we got to wait for this thing to go away. We're in good shape. We're in good spot. It's in progress, but still some work left to do. Uh, last thing that I want to mention is I ordered a new nudes jersey today. It's going to get set for the playoffs. I got the blue. It's going to look great. 93. I'm excited to have it. I should have it here in a while. We are putting in a group order through the nation, and I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty, pretty excited about it. So I'm getting a nudes. Uh, sales guy Jared's getting a nudes. Coombsy's getting an Ekholm. Liam's getting a Devin Shore. Uh, I assume Kennedy's going to get another dry saddle. Who are we kidding? But anyway, we're going to have a bunch of fresh jerseys for the playoffs. I'm looking, I'm feeling real excited about it. We are going to be having nation parties. I just got an update before I started recording about where those may be. I'm not allowed to say anything. I'm not allowed to say anything because we've got a couple of people still competing for deals here. Now, it's going to be fun. That's all you need to know. It's going to be fun. Plan to party with us throughout the playoffs. Plan to party with us. Will your boy Bag Milk be traveling, whether it's to LA or Vegas, depending on who we match up in round one? I hope so. That has not yet been confirmed, but I'm hoping that our friends at AMA Travel will come through with us. And with that, let's get to the news. Brought to you by SYC Brewing. Go check them out. SYCBrewing.com. You can see all the beers they've got there. You can see the cider. Ooh, I'm looking at the merch page. SYCBrewing.com. I need to get myself one of these water bottles. Ooh, that's a growler. Oh, I need that. I absolutely need that. Go check it out. SYCBrewing.com. If you're looking for a drink, get one. Get one from them. They've got beers. They've got ciders. They've got gift cards available. You can do some events with them. SYCBrewing.com. First off, I want to start off with a shout out to Leon Dreisaitl because, as I mentioned, off the jump, I was at the game on Saturday and to see him, this is the second time I've seen him score his 50th goal in person and I was super excited about it. (laughs) 
Leon Dreisaitl doesn't get nearly as much love as he should because he plays with Connor McDavid, but let me tell you, he is now, as I'm recording before the Oilers game tonight against the Ducks, he's got 123 points in 76 games. That would be enough to win a handful of Art Ross trophies over the last handful of years. But Bag Milk, he's a power play merchant. He gets all his goals on the power play. I already talked about this last week. If you're one of those people that are complaining about the Oilers getting power play points, why don't you get mad at your GM for putting a shitty team together that can't get their own power play points? Thoughts? That's where my head's at. So Leon Dreisaitl, for the third time in the last five years, has got to the 50-goal mark, 51 right now. We've still got four games left to play. Is that right? 79, 80, 81, 82. Good. Can he get to 55 again? I wouldn't doubt it. Will he score two against the... Anaheim Ducks tonight? Probably. Would I bet on it? I might have. I'll get there. But Leon Dreisaitl, I just want to say, again, an amazing performance this season. And I also wanted to offer up another thank you to both the Florida Panthers and the Buffalo Sabres for choosing to draft people other than Leon Dreisaitl in 2014. Of course, you'll remember he went third overall to the Oilers is arguably the biggest stud you could ever imagine to come out of that draft. Leon Dreisaitl is looking really good. Of course, yeah, how could I not mention my boy, my dude, my guy? He is only one point away. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is one point away from 100. I don't know that I've ever been exci- this excited about a milestone. Yeah, we've seen Connor hit 100. He's at almost at 150, by the way. I'll talk about him next. Yeah, we've seen Connor hit 100. Yeah, we've seen Leon hit 100. But Nuge, the first time in 12 years, before this season, his career high was 69 points. Nice. He's at 99 now. He's already beat that by 30 points. So where does he end from here? He's red hot, picked up two more points last night against Los Angeles, puts him at 99. I'm betting on him to get 100 tonight. If he does, I'm going live post-game for a beat cast, a celebratory beat cast. I haven't done one in a couple months now, but I promised if Nuge gets to 100, I am absolutely doing one. You know I am, and I'm excited about it. In other news, Connor McDavid, as I mentioned, he is right there on 150 points. He's at 140. My preseason prediction was 138 points for Connor McDavid, and I thought that was high. I thought that was high. I thought it was going to be like, well, 138 points is a lot. You know, he had 120 something last year. That would still be a increase over what he put up, but I didn't expect this season. I didn't at all. You want to know what happened? Well, listen, Connor came to me in the offseason and he said, Listen, Satan, I want to get 60 goals. And I go, No problem. I'm an Oilers fan. Snap my fingers. Just like that, there it is. But he also said, Listen, if I could also get 150 points, then. Maybe you and I could swing a deal. And that's what we did. We swung a deal. Now, Connor McDavid, 60-plus goals, 150-plus points, dink like a hammer. He is now a tripod. I'm not going to tell you what the deal looks like between old Satan and Connor. But let me tell you, it is juicy. Whatever that means. The Edmonton Oilers are the first team on record since 1993-94 to have four players each with 15-plus power play goals in a single season. Leon Dreisaitl has got 30. He's chasing the record. Go read Frank Saravalli's article about that power play record chase at dailyfaceoff.com. McDavid's got 21. Hyman's got 15. And then last night, Nuge got his 15th as well. Just ridiculous. 
ridiculous, ridiculous. The Oilers, if Nuge gets his 100th points tonight, will be the first team since the Penguins back in the 90s to have three players with 100-plus points on it. Absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. Those three, Connor, Leon, Nuge, have been the Oilers' best forwards for a long time now. But the top two... They never got this kind of production from RNH before, and they got to be pumped for him. So what I'm expecting tonight is that the Oilers look for Ryan Nugent Hopkins all over the ice. If there's a power play tonight against the Anaheim Ducks, you know Leon or Connor is zipping it up to at, over to Nugent. They're just saying, bro, shoot the puck. In other news, I want to give a shout-out to Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell for picking up back-to-back shutouts over the weekend. Stuart Skinner against Los Angeles. Huge game. Massive win. Next, uh, two nights later, we go, oh, we talked about it on Northern Nation Radio. Would you start Campbell or would you start Soup? And everybody said Soup. Or everybody said Stu, I should say. He just got a shutout. He earned another performance. You go back to Stu. What did Jay Woodcroft do? The exact opposite. He goes back to Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell gets a shutout. He played great, by the way, against Anaheim. I was at that game. There was, I think it was 36 saves off the top of the head that he made. And I'm telling you, not all of those were from the outside. A lot of them were from the outside, but not all of them were from the outside. And I was just super pumped for him. He has had a dreadful, dreadful year. So to have him finish that game up with the shutout, the second straight for the Oilers, that was just massive. And I'm just super pumped for them. And I just, I was super, super happy. And I felt like he needed it. I felt like he deserved it. And for both Soup and Stew, you could tell with the photos afterward of Jack Campbell's post-game celebration, those two are in it together. Robin wrote about it over at OilersNation.com. Those two are in it together, and I could not be happier. Looking ahead at the schedule. Oilers only have four games left on the 2022-2023 regular season schedule. They've got Anaheim tonight. That's a 4-2 win. You lock that in. Saturday, that's another matinee against San Jose at 2 p.m. That's a 4-2 win. Colorado next week, 4-2 win. San Jose to finish things off, 4-2 win. Now, by my math, that is 16 more goals for the Oilers and only eight against. That means we've got more opportunity for milestones. Will Ryan Nugent Hopkins get to 100 tonight against Anaheim? I'm betting yes, but I'll get to that in the Betway segment. Will Connor McDavid get to 150 points on the season? I say yes, and that could happen tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. Am I betting on it? Probably will. It's exciting. It's exciting. And now we're looking at, now where we're at is just looking at the scoreboard. We need some help. The Oilers are still right there in the mix to get to first overall in the Pacific Division. First in the Pacific Division. I should probably rephrase that. Edmonton now three points back of Vegas. They have all played 78 games, that being Vegas, Edmonton, LA. Edmonton leapt over LA last night with a regulation win. That was huge. They have now won five in a row. They are going for their sixth tonight against the Ducks. I think they're going to get it, too. Podcast confession. Vegas lost in overtime last night. LA obviously lost to the Oilers. Those two teams play each other. The only outcome you can cheer for is a regulation win or a meteor to come down and hit the arena. That's probably unlikely, but... It is the other scenario that is possible. Or just around the NHL, looking down south of Edmonton, just down the highway. Calgary Flames, they fucked up royally last night by losing to the Chicago Blackhawks. They got swept in that series by Chicago. And I don't know if you know this, but they are terrible, Chicago, that is. 2-8-0 in their last 10, and one of those wins, one of those two came against Calgary last night. And a game they had to have, they didn't even get a point. 
They are now, as I'm sitting here tonight, at 78 games played. Two points back of the Winnipeg Jets. However, I was talking to Frank Saravalli this morning on the phone. They actually need three points because Winnipeg holds the tiebreaker. So if if Calgary and Winnipeg tie at the end of the season, Winnipeg gets in because they have the tiebreaker. So Calgary's got a lot of work to do. If you can't beat Chicago, well... I don't know. Looking at Winnipeg, they've won their last two. They've got Connor Hellebuck starting tonight. That is a dangerous situation for a team in Calgary that just kind of sucks ass. Am I upset about it? No. I'm really not upset about it. Am I finding joy in it? Well, there's two ways to look at it. Businessman Bag Milk, the guy who's in management, the Nation Network, I go, damn it, Calgary, figure it out because we need the postseason revenue. We love the postseason revenue. Connor McDavid and the boys can't do it all. The heavy lifting, damn it, Calgary. But the Oilers fan in my heart. The Oilers fan in my heart. I just want them to fuck off. You didn't tell me you wanted them to fuck off. You told me you wanted the saddle dome to collapse on itself and that everybody in Calgary cries and cries and cries. Not only did their team miss the playoffs, but now the saddle dome crumbled and the team's moving to Houston. That's what you said you hoped for. All right, all right. So maybe I did. Either way, things are not going well in Calgary. Doesn't hurt my feelings. Does not hurt my feelings. And that's where we are going to wrap up the news. SYC Brewing. Grab yourself a beer or two. Just make sure you're not driving, everybody. Go check out the brewery. Why not? Have a good time. Celebrate. It's playoffs. It's time to get ready. It's time to treat your body right with an SYC, SYC Brewing beer. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. What do you need to do is leave a nice little review. Like and subscribe. Next. For my friends at Betway, it is time to talk a little gambling. Well... You know, I have my risky business bets that I like to do on the site, and lately they've been paying off nicely for me because I've just been making strong choices. What did I do last night against LA? Edmonton, first team to hit three goals at plus 105. Your boy nailed it. What did I else did I bet on last night? Leon Dreisaitl to score a goal and register one plus assist. You nailed that. That's a plus 200. You cash those in, you tuck them in your jeans. You know, I also bet Connor McDavid over three and a half shots did not hit that, but like, you know, we can ignore that today. So what do I got today? What have I got tonight against the Anaheim Ducks? I'm feeling bullish. I'm feeling like my bets are going to help manifest this victory, and I'm going Ryan Nugent Hopkins get over one and a half points at plus 105. Cash that went in. I'm going Edmonton to win over five and a half goals. That's a little easy money parlay there. That is a minus 138. The risky business bet of the day. Edmonton to win. Over six and a half total goals, and Leon Dreisel to register two plus points at plus 175. That is going to make me a happy blogger. A happy, happy blogger. Provided that you are of legal gambling age and you do so responsibly, check out our friends at Betway. Check them out. You want to do a little sprinkle? You do a sprinkle. But my recommendation, this is how I bet. Just assume you're going to lose it. So if you don't have the money to bet, don't do it. But if you can do so responsibly, let's have a little fun. Follow your boy Bag Milk. Why not? You're listening to Better Late Than Never with Bagged Milk. I would suggest you like and subscribe right now. Otherwise, your puppy gets it. Selling a little? 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, time for the Regisac beating. Of course, Trilogy is an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completion. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. What are we talking about? Rental tools, fishing tools, coil tools, drilling tools, completion tools, all the tools you could ever hope for. They happen at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. So what's bothering me this week? The answer is not a lot. But being honest, not really a lot. So as I'm digging into the internet trying to figure out what pisses me off, it's the lack of awareness from LA Kings fans. I know that the Oilers and Kings are probably going to match up in round one. There's an outside chance it's going to be somebody else, but it's probably going to be LA if we're being honest with ourselves. And their fans, first of all, I'm not saying that they all don't know what they're talking about, but if you cruise the LA Kings subreddit last night or even on Twitter after the team posted the final score, you have got some salty people that I think are just learning how their team isn't actually that good. All season long, they've been slipping through and trying to figure out how they're going to get into the playoffs. People didn't expect much of them, but you know what? They're not that good. And all of you LA Kings fans pretending like losing to the Edmonton Oilers is the worst thing that can happen. Well, let me tell you, it happened in the playoffs last year. Do you remember? It's going to happen this year in the playoffs again. Do you remember? And I think that them getting real nervous about matching up against the Oilers is starting to finally scramble their thoughts. Last night, I'm looking at all kinds of slanderous commentary about the Edmonton Oilers, and none of it made sense. So I'm not upset this week. I don't really have anything annoying, but the people that are generally annoying are LA Kings fans. First of all, your team's not that good. I understand that's disappointing to learn, but you had to find out the hard way. So I understand why you're upset. Number two, that Dustin Brown statue is still terrible. Pekka Rene got its own stat, his own statue in Nashville a little while ago. The unveiling, I mean, it's not perfect. It's not a replica of Pekka Rene. It's not like he's standing out there holding a stick up in the air like a statue forever. He's not just... You know, it's not him, but you can tell it's him. Whereas the Dustin Brown statue, it looks awful. If I get to go down to LA for the playoffs again, fingers crossed, come on in, man, travel. I am going to take 9,000 pictures of that statue because let me tell you, Dustin Brown does not look like that. That is not Dustin Brown. And quite frankly, I understand why LA fans are salty. 
Their team's not very good. Their statue game is terrible. And the fact that anybody in LA doesn't care about them outside of the small pocket of always fans. Like I get why you're salty. The Lakers are going to the playoffs. People would rather watch that. Clippers are going to the playoffs. Hell, people would rather watch that. Baseball's back. Nobody cares about the LA Kings. Nobody cares. It hurts, but that's the truth. So for them being annoying and pretending like the Oilers are some kind of villain, by the way, they were talking the other night I was looking at this, or last night I was say, I was cruising through some comments and they're just like, Edmonton's the dirtiest team of all time. Didn't Brendan Lemieux get fucking suspended for five games for biting somebody? What are you talking about? Lack of awareness. That's the righteous sack beating this week. It's not a great one, but I'm also not upset. It's clinchmas, baby. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Hello, you. Oh, wow. Your ears look fantastic you're listening to better late than never by bagged milk yes you're sexy as well oh yes for south island pies let me tell you the voicemail is here what is south island pies well let me tell you Jamie left New Zealand. He went to travel. He came to Canada. He felt homesick. He started arguably the greatest meat pie company on earth. And I encourage you to go to southislandpie.ca and scope out the pies. Just click on the meet the pie section. Come on. There you'll find what the old boy bag milk's eating. There you'll find the old faithful. That's the one that I really enjoy right now. I got two boxes in my latest order, the old faithful and the Wilkie. And I'm enjoying them both. I promise to you that you will too. check them out at South If you use the promo code nation 20, you will get 20% off your order. Feeling lazy, go to uprootfoodstore.ca and get it delivered again. Nation 20. Get a discount. Eat something delicious. That way the savings that you get on your pies, you can then spend on nation gear. Oil up, everybody. The new playoff Nation Gear is available at nationgear.ca. Go check it out. You are going to look as handsome as your mouth will feel delicious after you've eaten the South Island pie. The Old Faithful, I recommend it. Please, please do yourself a favor. Please do yourself a favor. The Old Faithful is so good. I might have one after this. I might have one after this because I'm left to my own devices. Me missus is not home, so what are you going to do? Chris, you're up first. Hey, Bag Milk, it's Chris. So I was listening to Better Late Than Ever. It's Wednesday night, and you mentioned Frank not like having his sock on. Mm. And that brought back memories of my dog when he was alive. We had to put him down in November after 16 years. But Man, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. But at the same point, 16 years, that is a hell of a run. That's an old-ass dog. So number one, we're going to get to the end of this story here of what you're thinking, because Frank still doesn't like to wear the sock. I gave a little update earlier. Still doesn't like it. He's scabby. Got to wear it. Wait, it is. He loved playing with socks, but would absolutely hate when they were like on his feet or mm-hmm. like we'd do this thing where we would open the sock up wide and you like snick, stick his nose, like get close to sniff, see what's in there because we'd be pointing at it and we'd wrap it over his snout and his mouth and he'd yank away and kind of like pull it, try to pull it off and start running around and we'd have tug of war matches with them mm-hmm. or like with my mom's socks, he would bite holes into them on accident since the fabric's so thin. Yep. But 
yeah, once he got into his more uh, elderly years, mm-hmm. we would try to put socks on his feet just to mess with him. He'd just look at us, be like, come on, we both know where this is going to go. Just take it off. And we'll be like, okay, we take him off, pet him, carry him back downstairs. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, glad Frank's doing okay. Uh, but also thanks for bringing back those memories. Those were a lot, uh, fun times. So I just opened a beer, so I'll be drinking to both Frank's health and to yours. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, the, um, man, again, 16 years with your dog is amazing. If Frank lives to be 16, I'm going to be fucking pumped. Um, it's amazing. You know, dogs, the worst part about owning a dog is that they're not, they don't live as long as you. So I still think about my girl Bentley all the time. She was the dog that I had before Frank. I didn't make any content with Bentley. She was a rescue that she just didn't have a good time in her life. So it wasn't that kind of dog to make content with. She was more like subdued and mellow, but I think about her all the time. So I don't, I don't blame you whatsoever for thinking of the dog. And what is it with dogs and socks? Has to be just the smell of our feet, right? Has to be something that just kind of triggers little noses. I don't know, but Frank fucks up socks all the time. He will fuck your socks up. All right. This voicemail is going to be a bit of a bukkake. Um <laughs> Well, shout out to everybody in the splash zone, I guess. Young Ben, don't Google that. Uh, in, in terms of this shit flying everywhere. Um, first of all... Ben, don't Google that. If you can hear real life in the background, um, don't worry because, you know, it's background noise and no one listens to Tyler anyway. No. Um, I'm only being mean to Tyler because he fucking never engaged with my tweets. Mm. Even if you don't like it, even if you don't find them entertaining, mate, just hit like. Just give me that bit of dopamine. Yeah. You know, he just, he's just fucking... Frank's, uh, not Frank, Tyler's a bully. Tyler does not interact with your tweets. I agree. I see it. I try to interact with your tweets, Dukes. I like, you say funny shit. Like, what was the tweet the other day? Bob Stoffer cough? Stoffer, you cough? Whatever he did. He put Bob Stoffer's head on Nail Yakupov as he was doing the post-goal slide. I loved it. Um, this is going to be like four voicemails long. Go for I it. Give a fuck. Everyone else does it. So yeah. fucking, mm-hmm. I might as well have a go with Um, you know, on the office when Mike was leaving and he's like saying farewell to everyone. Yep. And he gives that st- scarecrow to Oscar. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to him in the interview spot and he's just piecing himself laughing. And he's like, he has the lowest opinion of me. Every time I like mention <laughs> Tyler in a tweet, I just picture myself as Michael Scott going, he has the lowest opinion of me. Anyway. Tyler, if you're listening, happy birthday to both your dads this week. Thank you. Um, although the biggest birthday in the Euler universe this week was today, which is Tuesday the 4th. My big fucking dog, Gretzky, just turned seven. So Hell yeah. You know, he's laying on the ground behind me. So happy birthday, you fucking stinky, fat-headed cunt. Um, but- there you go, birthday. Happy birthday to Gretzky. Great name for a dog, by the way. Great name for a dog. I love it. I'm going to guess that my desk is squeaky is also my boy Dukes. Um, anyway, <laughs> while I've got you here, uh-huh. I've been thinking. Yes. Um, which I don't do too often. Happens. But anyway, um, Donkey Volley seems to, at this point, have me covered in the sneeze contest. But yeah. 
If you missed it, the sneeze contest going back and forth, Donkey Volley has just been leaving a handful of sneezes. No context whatsoever. So if you're lost, you got a couple of episodes you got to catch up on. This has been building now. These two are going back and forth like gladiators. You know, is sneezing really the measure of a man? Like, doesn't that just mean his nose, <laughs> his nasal capacity for fucking microbes off? Shit that he's, I'm just trying to sound smart. Anyway. I guarantee his microbes are off. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, the mucus, there's uh the mucus is not the proper pH balance. Something like that. Why are sneezes the measure of a man, donkey volley? You fuck. You fuck. <laughs> um, but just circling back to my last uh, voicemail, I, I have uh-huh. a book, so I say words like circle back sometimes. Don't hold it against me. Um, I want to issue you a challenge today, Mr. Milk, if sure. that is your real fucking name, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it is. Yeah, of course. I want I, I want I wanna I wanna see you dabble in a bit of risky business uh down down my end of the fucking planet. What do you got? I I want you to eat one or two shackles, doesn't have to be anything killed. Why don't you have a dabble on a bit of uh rugby league football this weekend? Rugby NRL action. All right. Hang on a second. Let me check here. I'm going to open up Betway. I'm going to check what you're talking about because I don't know anything about rugby league. I don't know anything about rugby in general. All I really know about rugby is, of course, this is the South Island Pie voicemail that uh, they do the haka in New Zealand. We're talking to an Australian now. Rugby league. Here we go. So, looking at the weekend, we've got Hull FC, Hull KR. We've got Wigan and St. Helens. And then on Saturday, we've got Lee against Salford. And then Catalans, Catalans, Catalans Dragons versus Warrington. This sounds like I'm in fucking Middle Earth. I, uh, my team's the Rabbitohs. Doesn't mean you have to bet on them. But Who are the Rabbitohs? Chuck a buck or two on one of them and fucking see what happens. Play La Bama, baby. Let's go. Okay, so I'm going to go Rabbits, Rugby, League. Oh, they are the Rabbitohs. I thought you were just being Australian. South Sydney Rabbitohs. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Mm -hmm. I don't see them anywhere. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Rugby League or is this Rugby Union? I don't see it anywhere. I don't see Rabbitohs on my my options. I I can't. I, I'd love to bet on it. Betway, teach me how to bet on rugby league. Dukes, we're gonna have to take this conversation to Twitter. I don't know how to do it. I'm down. I'm down to throw a couple of shekels on some rugby. I'll even watch the game. I think it'd be fun. I absolutely think it'd be fun. Uh, definitely the real donkey volley sounds like it is also Dukes. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Better Late Than Never. <laughs> the show that sounds like the contro- Oh fuck, what does it sound like? I was going to say the controller disconnected. Anyway, you. Yeah. Why is the sneeze a measure of a man? <laughs> uh, ben, you're up. 
in the world to Jack Kemp and get a shot. And so can Bud. Oh, but Ben, I can't hear you. I am proud of him. Two shutters in a row. With Talking about Jack Campbell shutout, I agree, Ben. I'm also proud of him. I just can't hear you, pal. Sounds like you were your phone or whatever you leave your voicemails on was underwater. Chandler, you're up. Bagged milk. Yo. I am respectfully coming to you requesting two favors of you. Sure. The first being, uh, if you could, for those of us like myself who became nation citizens after Chumgate, please mm. explain what Chumgate is. Sure. So real quick, uh, Chumgate on the Real Life Podcast, the boys, they have a fishing tournament that they do amongst buddies every year. And Chumgate started as a result of Chris Chalmers allegedly throwing minnows into the water to quote unquote chum the waters as if they were fishing for sharks. Now, I've been told multiple versions of this story, but everybody felt as though this was an illegal maneuver except Chris Chalmers and his co-defendant, who I can't remember the name. I was not there. I've only heard the story multiple times. So essentially, Chumgates boils down to cheating. Chalmers cheated, according to Jay, in their fishing derby buddy tournament. We even have the statue for this tournament at the office. So it's a thing that they do, but more or less, they say Chalmers cheated. That's pretty much what it is. Who's to say if he did or not? If throwing minnows over the boat as a quote-unquote chum to spark interest in the fish, if that is illegal, then I would say that he cheated. But does that count as chumming? A couple of minnows. Because Chalmers would say that was a sacrifice to the fishing gourds. Which I respect. Gotta put out those thoughts into the universe. So that's basically it, I think. Uh, Because I know I've heard it referenced quite a few times and the only thing I... Uh, really understand something about Chalmers cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be appreciated. Uh, and the second... F- I hope I answered your question. Like, even I... Like, I've been in that podcast since pretty much day two, you know? I, I still don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's the, that's the honest truth. Favor, going in line with Chalmers. Mm-hmm. If you could kindly tell him to cut the BS about Kane and Drysaddle not liking each other, because that was ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Chalmers, again, if you don't listen to the Real Life Podcast, which if you're listening to this one, you probably do. He said that Leon and Vander Kane have beef with each other based on nothing at all except his own imagination. He picks up these random pieces of body language either on the ice or on the bench, and he turns them into a whole piece of fiction that there is... I I don't even know how to describe it. He's got an active imagination. I don't buy it either. So I will tell Chalmers that he's wrong. I will tell him that he's wrong. Ben, thoughts? I ain't afraid anymore. Do you hear me? I ain't afraid anymore. I've got an idea what this is about, Ben. I like the movie quote. I like where you're going with this. Let's see what the rest of the story has to offer. All first, the LA Kings, we just shot them out. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm recording this on Tuesday morning, so hopefully they do it again tonight. They didn't shut him out on Tuesday, though, Ben, but they were damn close. There was only that one goal by Victor Arvidsson that I bet Stu would probably want that one back, but ultimately, one goal in two games against the Kings, you take it. Um, but yeah, I think it's honestly pretty awesome. Put this in my last voicemail. Um, 
If you put it in your last voicemail, to be honest, I didn't hear it because you sounded like you were talking to a phone that was buried six feet under. But yeah, I kind of yeah talked more about Campbell's shout-out, but still, I really liked Stu's nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, 42 shots. I like both shout-outs. I don't even care which one came first. I don't care who got which. The Oilers hadn't had a shout-out since Game 7 last year against Los Angeles in the playoffs, so to have them come out 10 months later and go back-to-back, bang, bang, and then Stu almost get another one last night, only the one goal allowed, come on, you take it. You always celebrate those, Ben. Nicole, that guy... Honestly, I hope he wins the Calder. Understandable, I guess, if he doesn't. No, it's not. But um, to hell with Matty Beneers. I really think he should be in the um, top. Frank Saravalli, president of the Professional Hockey Writers Association, said if he had a vote, and they didn't have their votes yet, so just like he said, he will get a vote. But he's like, if I had my vote today. I would vote for Stuart Skinner. I don't know if other people will, but they should because Stu is saved this season. Ten? I mean, three, sorry. Um, yeah, in case you're wondering what the background noise is. I just assume that you had weird animals doing uh, nefarious things in the background. I imagine that you command a troop of wolves or coyotes or other such wild dogs. That's what I assume. I'm in Maui. Yeah, I got it for a Christmas present. It's the first real big trip I've had in like a couple of years. So that's pretty exciting. But enough about my thoughts. Wait a minute. You flexing on me, Ben? You're like, oh, hey, I'm uh, leaving this voicemail from Maui. My parents took me to Hawaii for a Christmas present. That sounds awesome, Ben. That sounds amazing. I want to be in Maui. Though, still, I do believe you are possibly in control of a pack of wild dogs. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. About South Island Pies. Ben wants to talk about South Island Pies, and it is the perfect time for it, because it is the South Island Pie voicemail. Go ahead, Ben. I had Mm -hmm. the, um, I forget what it's called. I think it's like that donor... Meat. It's like a donair pie. I think it's called the donair meat pie. Yeah. Um, They're delicious. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I honestly think I went to heaven. Might have. Um, yeah, it was honestly, yeah, pretty good. I had it a couple days ago. Oh, my goodness. And I love donairs. So the fact that I got, like, it's a donair meat pie. I personally don't like, like, the Canadian meat pies, but these ones, work of art. Little uh, chef's kiss there. I can hear it. I can hear it from his spot in Maui. He's just going, mwah, mwah. Bobbity-boobity, you know? Chef's kiss. Absolutely work of art. They are so good. So anyway, um, that's it for me. Maybe this podcast. Um, I might do another one <laughs> tonight, but... After the game, but yeah. See ya. You leave as many voicemails as you want, Ben. You know? You leave as many voicemails as you want. Hell, you're checking in from Hawaii. I love that you've taken me overseas with you. This is an international podcast. Now when I look in my analytics and I see that there's a listener in Maui and Hawaii, I'll know exactly how that happened. Ari, you're up. Mr. Milk. Mm -hmm. Mr. Milk. Yes. I have some opinions. Go ahead. 
um, we are now the proud owners of the Los Angeles Kings. We own that franchise. That is I'm true. Sorry, we just beat the Kings at their own game. Mm-hmm. How fucking awesome is that? Not once, but twice. Sorry, they tried to defend the whole game. They were scared. Yep, they were scared to break out because they knew they were going to get burned when the, when we went the other way. The refing was ass. The refing was so ass. Evergreen, always is. I'm sorry, but what kind of penalty does Clean Costin get? That's not a penalty. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. The team's nine zero and one in their last ten. Yep, they are shit hot, red I'm hot. Here for it. Let's fucking go. Uh, News ninety nine points. Plan the parade. We'll, be, we'll all be celebrating for that. Mm, you know we are. I better see you uh, uh, downing a, a whole bottle of red wine. I might. Let's fucking go, boys. Let's go. Don't tempt me with a good time. Continuing on the South Island Pie voicemail, we have got an anonymous caller. What say you? Bag the milk. Mm-hmm. It's been a year since your last mission. <laughs> so it's time. I have another mission for you. Under your... What? You... You forgot? You forgot to set it? You forgot to put it where it needed to be? Oh, okay, great. Bag milk. Uh, I guess just happy birthday, and here's to another year. Thanks, pal. That is Kyle the Embalmer. If you miss it, if you don't know what Kyle's talking about, he actually got my girlfriend involved in icing me. So I was recording a podcast and he goes, look under your desk or some shit like that. And there was an envelope. There was, there was a legitimate envelope taped to the bottom of my table slash desk, pulled it out, look in the fridge. There it was an ice. Yeah, I smeared off ice. He iced me. I've been iced in forever. Actually, the only two times I've been iced in recent memory have both been from Kyle. Ari, back to you. I forgot to add something, Mr. Milk. Mm. This is what you get, Los Angeles Kings fans. This is what you get for booing Connor. That is true. You were asking for it the whole game, and you got burned. You got burned so bad. But I wanted to boo Connor because he does. He makes us look bad all the time, and whenever he makes us look bad, then I have to remember that I hate a terrible, terrible hockey team. For some reason, I chose to like the Los Angeles Kings. I should have been a Lakers fan. And now we're sitting second in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I love this team right now more than my girl. Mm. I love this team right now more than my missus, man. I won't tell I'm you said that. I'm not afraid to admit it. Let's go, Oilers. Uh, there's one more thing I forgot to say. Oh, yeah. Commence your laughter and finger pointing as the Calgary Flames just lost <laughs> to the worst team in the league in the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> uh, Ari's misses, if you hear this, he didn't mean it, probably. I don't know. You might be insufferable. You might be awesome. Ari loves the Oilers. I also love the Oilers. Ben, let's wrap up the South Island Pie voicemail with a third message from young Benjamin. Happy belated birthday, Bag Milk. Thanks, Woo! buddy. I had nothing to do with um, it. So, yeah. Oilers, um, 1-3-1. Mm-hmm. Honestly, pretty good game. I like Great it. game. I only watched a bit. Well, let me tell you, if I'm going to complain about last night's game, the first period, the Oilers only had two shots on goal. I was worried about it. The fact that they finished off with 33 on the night, 
I didn't see that coming. You know, probably want to get more than two shots in a period, but turned out right, right? Glad you missed that part, Ben. The first period, first two, sorry. But, yeah, I really liked their effort. Um, I thought it was really, like, like I'm starting to get the vibe of, like, a, I don't want to say it, but, like, a, say it. you know what, contender. Like, on. Tyler said the other day at the office that this is a team of destiny vibes. And as much as I want to get excited about things that Tyler said, I just, I'm trying to ignore it because I too am very excited about this team. 9 0 and 1, their last 10. Like, just ridiculous heater right now. Matias Ekholm has come and calmed down this team in a big, big way on defense. They look different. The goaltending's strong. There's a lot to like, Ben. They're pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's it. I hope this gets in. Before the podcast drops. But yeah, have a great day, Bag Milk. And happy belated birthday. You're the best. See ya. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. I went out for a lot of sushi. Uh, My birthday was on Monday, in case you're wondering. I went out for sushi on Sunday. I ate so much sushi, and I regret nothing. Not one damn thing. But tonight, not sushi. Tonight, we're talking South Island Pies. Go on over to southislandpie.ca. Check out the lineup. I'm encouraging you to do what I'm going to do in a little bit and have the Old Faithful. The Old Faithful is delicious. Let me tell you about it. This Kiwi Classic is a favorite all over New Zealand, locally sourced lean beef mince in a lager and gravy topped with aged white cheddar. It is simple as fuck, and it is delicious. Southislandpie.ca to meet the rest of the roster. And if you are ordering... Make sure you use the promo code NATION20. Get yourself a little discount. Make sure you're eating right for a little bit less. Does that make sense? Of course it does. Of course it does. Last thing I want to mention before we wrap this up is if you want Oilers Nation stickers for free, pop on into Oodle Noodle. Say, I would like some spring rolls, please. And the friendly person at Oodle Noodle will go, absolutely. Here's your spring rolls. Is there anything else? Yes. I would like a free Oilers Nation sticker, please. And they'll go, no problem. Here you go. You love to see it. You love to see it. Everybody loves to see it. Go get yourself a free Oilers Nation sticker at Oodle Noodle. Got it? For my friends at Trilogy Oldfield Rentals, Betway, South Island Pie, and the audio department, that wraps up episode 79. Better late than never. Thanks for being here. Tell your friends. Leave voicemails. Leave reviews. Help me bump this podcast up. Do me a favor, would you? Until next week. Tie tie. Why won't you kiss me?